destroying the media lies, and dismantling the narratives, one story at a time. It's the Adrian Slade Show Quick Rant. This movement from capitalism to democratic socialism is extremely dangerous and misguided. I mean, it's amazing to me the defenders out there, especially online, who just keep on going, well, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a nice form of socialism. You know, it's, it's socialism light. You know, I, I mean, I've got into it with quite a few people and they're going, well, you know, if you don't like socialism, then you don't like roads and bridges and libraries and post office and the military. Well, many of those are not examples of socialism. And if there is any form of progressivism, it's because of the gains that we've allowed you to make that are unconstitutional from the get-go. You know, national defense is required. That's a constitutional demand. So having a military is not an example of socialism by any means, okay? There is a role for government, but the role needs to be reined in, not ever expanded. And see, that's where they get lost. Most of them don't realize it is a transition to communism, authoritarianism, totalitarianism, Nazism, fascism, whatever you want to call it, it still operates the same way. And that's what people don't realize it. I mean, one person tried to tell me, well, that's just your opinion. No, this is Miriam freaking Webster's opinion. Ever heard of them? Any of the various economic and political theories advocating collective or governmental ownership and administration of the means of production and dis distribution of goods. A system or a society or a group of living uh, individuals in which there is no private property. A system or condition of society in which the means of production are owned and controlled by the state. And also a stage of society in Marxist theory, transitional between capitalism and communism and distinguished by unequal distribution of goods and pay according to work done. That's, that's not an opinion. That's a definition. And until you realize that that's where it's coming from, you also have to realize some other things. You have to realize the recognition of natural rights. You also have to recognize the sinfulness of man. I'm not trying to get biblical on you, but that's why the women's movement is not a movement for women's rights. It's a communist movement. It's a movement for control. And how do I know this? Well, because the definitions of the roles of men and women were defined by God in the Bible right after the fall. In Genesis, you can read it. Right after we decided to not listen to the one thing he told us to do, and we went ahead and created the first sin, he said, okay, men, you're going to do this. Okay, women, you're going to do this. And by the way, when you have a baby, it's going to be painful. All right? All of those things, whether you want to believe the Bible or not, natural rights, there are definitions of the role of men and women. And you can see that throughout all types of, you know, species and, and, and types of creatures. They all take on that role. Even when you see a lesbian couple or a gay couple, there's one that takes the feminine role and one that takes the masculine role. That's just the way it always is. That's the natural order of things. But they want to reject that because they don't believe in it. They don't believe in natural rights. Most of the people you talk to that are Democrat socialists are actually pure outright atheists or just don't even consider it because government is their God. The tax is the first, uh, the tithe to the first national church of gov. You know, that's why they're freaking out over the Supreme Court right now. The charities, welfare uh, programs, they're all charities 
of giving that make them feel better and, and you know, going to put them into a better space in their next life because they were so good. Even though it's coerced, you know, theft of your money to be operated by a government bureaucracy that doesn't care where it spends it. So, yeah, that's not really how it should be looked at. But that's how they view it. And, and that's the thing. They're freaking out right now over the Supreme Court because that is their providential uh, judgment. That is, if they want to turn around and, and say, hey, we're going to destroy all climate deniers. Well, they're, you would think they would do it through the regular means of legislation, through Congress. Problem is, no one's going to do that. So they hope to take businesses to court and then they can shut them down by the Supreme Court who were not elected and are there for a lifetime. So that's why they're freaking out over somebody like Kavanaugh, who is, is lukewarm at best. But you know what? This is what happens when you don't recognize natural rights. I mean, think about it from this way. Capitalism is a perfect system. The system on its own. You know, the exchange of goods and services, innovation. Uh, it's all, it's a perfect system, but it's we as flawed humans that cause it to be corrupted. I mean, regardless of our flaws, it continues to be the most successful system ever made. And when people say, oh, it's outdated, the founders didn't know what technology was going to be like, the founders went through many different philosophers, many different forms of government, whether it be Roman government, English common law, you know, they took all of those aspects and then built upon it. And then did the one thing, no other gov uh, governmental uh, makeup or governmental ideology did and protected its citizens from the government versus its government from the system, from the citizens. You know, they didn't try to insulate themselves as, you know, the power controlling elite like they do in other countries, whether it be a king, whether it be you know, somebody like Kim Jong-un, the family, whether it be whatever the case may be, they didn't try to insulate themselves from the people. They tried to insulate the people from the government. Now, conversely, socialism completely collapses every time because humans' flaws cause it to collapse. That's, the, I mean, that's basically what's going on. I mean, and, and when I go back to what, what I was talking about, the role of government, natural rights and... Uh, you know, the role of men and women. I mean, you got Linda Sarsour out there going, we need to fight for women's rights. And she's the one out there talking about wearing hijabs and, and advocating for Sharia law. You know, I mean, I don't want to be lectured to by those people. I don't want to be lectured to about the wonders of democratic socialism by the same fools that believe that violently attacking their political opponents, you know, disregard for human life, by killing babies. I don't want them to be in control. <laughs> I mean, you, we have to vote their policies out every single chance we get because they will use it against us. They will use the power of government against us. And government has the full monopoly on power and force. I mean, it's, a, it's amazing to me. These are the same people that we're supposed to believe have our best interest. They run on lies. I mean, they run on Muslim, oh, the Muslim ban. It wasn't a Muslim ban. It was a ban of countries that have failed governments that we cannot allow them to vet on their own. Ripping kids from parents. They weren't ripping kids from parents. They were, they were apprehending illegal invaders and then 
individually checking them for their validity, whether or not their relationship statuses were correct. I mean, then you got dying. We're going to die of net neutrality and tax reform. Net neutrality is still, you know, dead and we didn't die. I mean, tax reform businesses are, are employing more people. More people have money coming into their pockets, their paychecks because of tax reform. Oh, basic medical care will disappear because we nominated a Supreme Court justice. Yeah, okay. How's that going to happen? Basic medical care. Are you going to be able to go get a screening? Are you going to be able to go get, you know, uh, a prostate exam? No. But <laughs> that's how they want to spin it. I mean, if you want your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Another lie. You know, you can't nominate a Supreme Court justice nominee during an election year that was actually a, a lame duck election year of an outgoing president that we didn't want him slamming the door shut on his way out with just some random pick of a progressive Supreme Court justice who's going to be stuck there for 40 or some years, who's going to legislate from the bench. That's why they did that. It had nothing to do with a, an election year. It had to do with the lame duck election year. They even had to Fill in the blank protest signs at the, the Supreme Court nomination uh, uh, announcement, you know, because they didn't care who it was going to be. <laughs> That's because they're liars. They're running an Irishman as a Hispanic in the Senate race and calling him Beto. <laughs> I mean, they ran a white woman as Native American. They're a bunch of freaking liars. And they're, they're just obsessed with control. So as we sit around with our overly taxed sodas and our over, overly regulated small cups to put the sodas in because it has too much sugar, and we watch our straws collapse under the government mandate of paper straws, we have to start thinking of the tolerance of the left. You know, the ones that say, forget your thoughts and prayers. The, one that, the ones that say, oh, uh, you know, Charles Krauthammer's on his deathbed. I hated that guy anyways. I hope he dies soon. Oh, John McCain has a brain tumor. I hope he dies too. Uh, you know, I mean, that tolerance of the left, you know, they want us out of women's bodies and they don't want us, uh, you know, delving in women's care. But I want them to heck out of my Dr. Pepper. I want the mitts off of my freaking straws because it's all about control with these issues, these idiots. I mean, you know, they despise us as individuals and I don't want them running things because what happens you know, we, what, what happens when we give up various functions of government? Take the healthcare system. At a certain point, the system is going to be overloaded with people in need. It's not going to be able to handle the demand of a huge population. So then a group of bureaucrats determine your ailments, whether they're worthy of treating or not, and forces your inability to receive treatment. You want an example? How about what happened in England? Charlie Gard, Alfie Evans, it cost him more to keep him in the hospital to die than to go seek treatment elsewhere. And there's a story right now of a teenager who needs a heart transplant and they're denying him. Yeah, he doesn't need it. Yeah, thanks, hot, uh, medical care. That's denial of basic medical care right there. I mean, let's say they make college free. Well, eventually they'll have an issue of funding it all. How are they going to pay for all that? They might even decide to offset the cost to have you meet a public service requirement. They'll force you to comply and be of service to the government. And then they'll be able to fill your head with whatever they wish you to know, not what you should know. Notice there's a running theme of force. 
They'll take over the internet, net neutrality, make it a public utility, control what information is flowing, control what viewpoints you wish to make, forcing you to be silent. And then they can use it to track your whereabouts, what you're interested into, what have you. Maybe they'll overtax business to pick up the tab on all these great big democratic socialist programs. Businesses will begin to leave for friendlier financial environments and tax havens. And the government will then have to force business to stay within the borders. And then they'll demand $15 an hour, which will lead to automation and a decreased workforce and a higher unemployment rate. And the demands on the workers that are still employed are going to grow. Unless the government forces business to maintain employees, which they may require increased labor unions, which will force business to keep you employed, which will force you to pay dues to their party through labor union dues. And then they'll take away your right to bear arms, which will force you to be unarmed against this Leviathan government. Then they'll remove the Electoral College, which means your vote in flyover country means nothing, which will force you to lose your vote, allowing a, eventually it's going to allow mob rule. You know, California, New York, they're going to run the entire nation, and then they're going to pick their next charismatic leader, an individual who seeks to rise to power. And he might be starting off with good intentions, you know, but then he might eliminate the Constitution and Parliament like Mussolini would do. But then he might just remove term limits like Vladimir Putin or Yong Yang over there in China. You know, I mean, this is the transition from capitalism to communism to Marxism. It's just a simple step in between that's called democratic socialism. And allowing that to overtake this country is going to be the last thing you want because we are the last bastion of of you know innovation of of wealth and of freedom on this nation and we need to start educating those especially the young you know the ones that are college age right now because some of the even younger are getting it now they're understanding it but it's that in between millennial age where they've rejected god and they've rejected natural rights and they think government should do all you know be all end all and do all things because they've been indoctrinated through the college system. They've been told this over and over, and they've been told that, you know, we need to shut down speech. We need to shut down things that, that, bought, that are, you know, uh, outside of the acceptable opinions. We need to have safe spaces. All of that needs to be broken down, and we need to start realizing things like the Department of Education should go back to the municipalities. We need to start thinking federalism. We need to start thinking states should be the ones to determine whether or not they want to legalize marijuana, whether or not they want to provide abortions or not. Not everything has to be on the federal end. Not everything has to be divvied out by big government. I'm Adrian Slade. Thanks for tuning in. You can check out my podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Spreaker. Tune in. Follow me on Twitter at Rants Out Loud or at Adrian Slade Show. You can also check out my blog, adriansladeshow.com. Get the free Roku channel in your streaming store or even donate. Patreon.com slash Adrian Slade Show. We'll see you.